Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer. As always, I'm a worm in a super suit, Michael, and I'm joined by Queen Slug for a butt's butt, Matt. <laughs> you think this side's bad? You should see the other side. And an angry purple puppy called Peter Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> That's an angry dog. It's, it's funny because his name is Adrian and Peter now. Peter Adrian. Peter Adrian. And if you haven't guessed yet through the title or these terrible names we have for ourselves, we've been playing Earthworm Jim for, well, did you end up playing it on PC or did we all play it on Sega Mega Drive slash Genesis? I actually played it on the SNES. Oh, you played the SNES version, okay. Mm. Yeah, I didn't end up playing on PC either, I played it on Genesis. Right. That has been the game for the Fortnite, but before we dive into that, what have we got on the cards today? There's plenty of news in the last fortnight, and uh, a lot of studios closing down. First and foremost, Telltale Games. Yeah, I saw this yeah. like out of nowhere yesterday. They just imploded royally. Yeah, um, which is, and it kind of came out of the blue. Like for anyone who knows anything, like Telltale have like been doing very well, and they even announced like a new partnership this year. That's right. They were going to do a Stranger Things game with Netflix. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about that. Oh, that would be um, perfect. But now everything is stopping. The only thing I had a look at, the only thing they're finishing is, so they let 250 people go. Oh, my goodness. Um, there's only 25 people left there to fulfill their obligations. Um, and the only thing they're finishing that they've confirmed that they're finishing is Minecraft Story Mode. Uh, which means no Jeez. more Walking Dead. The last season that they showed off at E3, I think, even. Oh, no. No more. Well, it's uh, going to stop because it's like the first two episodes are already out. Yeah. They can't. Like, they can't They're going to stop they it. Yeah, they can't. Like, was, If they absolutely can never pick it up again, can they at least tell us what they were going to do with the story? Like, Because it's a story-driven game. I want to know. Does everyone get a refund, though? Because you're paying for the full five episodes what? or whatever it is. Do you? You can, you can basically well, if you, pick up if the you have pass. if you have gotten that season pass. Um, I don't think they're in the position to give refunds, honestly. So I, I don't know about that. I I did read something about how they were just saying that uh, even though there's good sales and critical acclaim, it doesn't translate into ha- like having the money for the staff. Apparently, like I read something about that. Yeah. But uh, on a lighter note, uh, Ubisoft San Francisco tweeted, hashtag Telltale Jobs, folks, meet us at Monday, 24th of September on the patio at BJ's in San Rafael, starting at 4.30. Let's talk about job opportunities over some drinks and food, our treat. So good good guy Ubisoft Sick. picking up, um, hopefully, Is picking up something there. the new era of Ubisoft there? starting uh, story-based games? Well, a lot of people... If the company falls apart, surely, like THQ, all the pieces can be, like, sold sold off. off. Maybe. But a lot of them are licenses, so can you sell off licenses? Like Walking Dead? Yeah, but uh, the people who wrote those games, like the story in those games, it's a good story, and so they can work elsewhere. Yeah, that's true. Um, I I, I see what you're saying, Adrian. Yeah. I haven't played Assassin's Creed Origins, but um, someone on Reddit, of all places, was saying that it's good, Uh, like good story, and they're psyched now because the next Assassin's Creed could potentially have even better writing. Yeah. So that'll be good. So uh, silver lining. There's some silver lining to the terrible, terrible cloud of 
You you got to look at the bright side. Uh, what are the on horrible... The, on the more news of uh, studios closing, Capcom Vancouver, which is their main Western studio apparently, oh also uh, closes down. Best known for play- for making Dead Rising games, which also... Didn't, didn't they do well? Yeah, I think they had run out of steam. If there wasn't a second one, I'm sure, or a third one, I swear they were working on one. Well, I yeah, there's been was... a third one. Isn't there even Dead Rising 4? That was the last one they did. <clears throat> I don't know. I wouldn't know about that one. That sort of changed. Yeah, they did four. Because it was like super wacky. And then I think Dead Rising 4 was. Here we go. Yeah, so they. Survivally. They did. I'm just looking at it now. They did Dead Rising 2, 3, 4, and then Puzzle Fighter, which was on iOS and Android. They did that last year. So, yeah, it just kind of seems like that they were just running out of steam, unfortunately. And it's probably tough being just um, like a particular arm of the company and not the main. Like, yeah. like yeah. 2K Australia eventually closed in the, in similar sort of fashion. Maybe yeah, one just one successful series isn't enough to uh, warrant keeping like investing money and keeping open. Yeah, it is just the nature of these things, unfortunately. Where one some yeah. game developers game must die. Oh yeah, hella messed up. The thing, because the thing, the thing with I don't know about Vancouver, <clears throat> Capcom Vancouver, but the Telltale Studio, I know, like all of the developers didn't get any severance packages, like any like over what do you call it, like late pay, overtime, yeah, yeah, overtime and crunch time pay, not like isn't being paid out and stuff. I saw I saw a developer was just, uh, yeah, one of the workers there was just like all that time, you know, wasted crunching and overtime to get games out on time was all redundant, like. Don't yeah. he's like he's, and he was like at the end he was like don't work for no pay like make sure you get paid or don't, or don't do the work. It'd be so hard though because it's an industry. It's a, it, like because it's a creative industry, and everyone feels so invested in what they're making and they're putting their heart and soul into it. So it's easy for a company to take advantage of that. Yeah, yeah, and just be yeah. like, well, you love the game, so do it, or you, you're fired. Yeah, but and of course they wouldn't. They'd go like, yeah, of course we're going to do this. We want the game to launch, and then. But then they turn around and go, okay, like, cool. So we work really hard. Uh, where's our pay? And they go, oh, no, no, you don't get any money. No. Oh, you, you silly boy. Also, we're bankrupt, so you don't have a job. <laughs> Good well, one, right? Team oh. Bondi died before Elaine Noir even, like, hit the ground. Really? Oh, that's right, because Rockstar had to take it over. Yeah. <laughs> Rockstars are just patting down the dead body looking for its wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and like much. it's a game still being released today like the switch version came out this year it's a like critically acclaimed i think it's sold well but the studio made people work that much and had such a huge turnover of like uncredited staff that they just killed themselves so it's 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 quite funny how how like it sounds like it's like a jenga like a jenga tower just a house of cards that if something goes wrong you could you could screw everything up. Yeah, you could topple, topple the. But on the on the other side, you've got companies like Nintendo who make whole <laughs> generations immortal. of mistakes, <laughs> and then they move yeah. on to things like the Switch. Well, I guess they speaking obviously, they, of, they obviously have the company savvy after years and years that they go like, even if we suck with like the Wii U and have to lay off these people, it's like we will continue. And we will build again. It won't 
Nintendo won't ever go into like full bankruptcy like it sounds like Telltale have. Yeah. That would be uh, massive because they've been yeah. around for even longer than when they were in video games. Well, I remember when um the you know the the at their press like their what do you call it, partner investors conference or whatever there was like a someone there was an article saying that like the developer uh, the, the heads like the big people in the company were like well the way you didn't do great so we're going to take a pay cut to us and the workers will keep getting paid what they're paid and it's like good that's nice like you know maybe the decisions you've made uh haven't done so well so take a pay cut Speaking of Nintendo, there was the Dark Souls Switch Network test last night, and I missed it, and I'm still salty. That's okay. You still you still got tonight and tomorrow night, same times, five to nine p.m. for us. Five to nine. I'll need to download the thing. Make yeah. sure you have your on Switch Online. Yep. Account. Yep. Yeah. I found out the hard way because I like went. I like downloaded it. It was still like four o'clock, but I downloaded it, um, and it's like, yep. And then it's like, you need a Switch account, an, an online. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, okay. Oh. The It's a free seven-day trial. This is but nice. it's one of those trials that makes you sign up first. With the credit card yeah. and everything. And it was set to like Monster. the one month, $6, like every month sort of thing. And I was like, uh, uh, I'll just buy the $30 one. So I've got the 12-month subscription. That's not too bad. Like, it's not a bad price. But at the same time, that I don't feel like there's enough games that are like multiplayer on the Switch well, yeah. has it, that I need. Well, that's why it's like half, less than half the price of like the PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Which is much, it's very good. Plus you get all the NES games and stuff and there's more, they're having to have more deals. It's, I think it's, it's fine. But I need to complain. Oh, true. Well, go ahead. <laughs> that, that was it really. Just, oh, okay. What? Another subscription? Yeah, I think it's just that I have so many subscriptions. Like I'm paying monthly for internet then for netflix then for playstation plus it's it's like it's all just adding up i'm li- like health insurance like on a legitimate like level guys just the amount of things we we have to pay like month on month it's like subscriptions for a business from a business perspective are the best model because oh, yeah. then you're guaranteed income for however many years but as 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 like normal everyday humans it's just like oof Man, I don't know if I can do another subscription. And you know what's bad, apparently, about the Switch Online? Um, they have the cloud save, okay? And yeah. say, if you compare it to PS Plus, uh, if you no longer want to continue your PS Plus, your account still exists. They're just waiting for you to renew it. If you let your Nintendo Switch lapse, you will lose your cloud saves. Yeah, it's in with like 30 days or something. Like there's a set amount of time it stays there before they just erase it. Which is, it's like, that's ridiculous, surely. Um, as long, I, I would, if there's a way to like download your cloud saves, that'd be fine. But I, I suppose there isn't. So like, like, cause like, yeah, like sync them. Yeah. Like download it to your Switch onto an SD card or something. Well, the way I've currently heard it is that the game basically will go, oh, do you want this on the cloud or do you want this on your console? Oh, okay. Like, I don't think they are... Like, so the PlayStation 1 is, it's a backup. You're one, it is on your console. It's also on the cloud if something happens to your console. Then if, that's, if that is, then I feel like there probably is a way to sync it down to your... 
um, back to your console. Yeah, because like, hope, what if you're, what if you go away out of internet, you can't then get your save files. Yeah. Um, on a similar note, actually, I did hear that Nintendo Switch is going to have uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is crazy because that's like a modern, full-on game. But only yeah. in Japan it, and only through a streaming, like get streamed games to your console oh, service. Yeah, interesting. What are you, what are your thoughts on that, guys? And possibly even further, streaming game streaming as a whole. I think it's a very interesting idea. It pulls a bit towards the whole games uh, as like you're renting the license to play the game. You don't actually own the game, which is where mm-hmm. things kind of are right now. So. Um, it makes sense. It wouldn't What's work at all here because our internet's not good enough. I was going to say, I don't think Australian internet is reliable enough to have a uh, seamless experience. I think it's a great idea. Um, I like but... the idea for things like that where it's like the console hardware can't run it, but we can stream it if your internet's good enough. Obviously not here, but Japan has a probably a 10 times better infrastructure. I would actually, I possibly feel like, um, do it with older games. Like if that was part of an online subscription model, that um, you pay for your, like say PS Plus was like, and the game you can like stream for this week or this month is this one, rather than say like a brand new game having to pay, like what are they gonna, what are they gonna charge us to play a brand new game that we don't actually own? It's just like you're going. What, you're going to be going to the movies. Like that's what it would feel like going to the movies constantly. Because it might take me like it might take me two weeks to play a game. And if it, like the current rental, say of a of a movie on uh on like a store, like a PlayStation store, is like six dollars for the rental. So what's it, what's it, like? How's it going to equate to if I want to play for like forty hours across like months? Yeah. What- yeah, it's understandable. I feel like, yeah, th- like it's where that's going because the technology is kind of leading it there, but we still have kinks to work out mm. in the technology and the, the use of it. Mm. But continuing on with the Nintendo news, Luigi's Mansion 3. Are you hyped, Michael? Are you oh. hyped? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I very much want to... Um, what are you doing? <laughs> i want it to be like luigi's mansion one and not like luigi's mansion two while luigi's mansion two is a good game i didn't like overall like the like how it's episodic kind of thing it'd be like chapter one and then back to a loading screen obviously i felt like that was a limitation of the hardware the switch should be like the gamecube it should be fully open. But I don't know why the, the original is going to the 3DS and not the Switch. I, like, Nintendo was frustrating me by doing that. It's like, yeah, we yeah, know that you want your 3DS to survive. That's that's how this I felt about... This is not the about, way. <laughs> that's the way I felt about this for a long time. <laughs> uh, I reckon it's going to be open world. Like, I watched uh, a video Arlo did... Um, and it's basically so we know that it's going to be in a hotel, um, but then that kind of lends the idea to maybe you have free reign, like the first game, you have free reign on the whole ho- whole hotel, but 
maybe some floors aren't active. Um, Elevators out of service to some floors. Yeah, so oh, that'd be a good way of doing it. Take the stairs to other floors in the meantime, kind of thing, like that kind of idea. And then each floor can kind of be like its own level, kind of in the same way that in Luigi's Mansion Two, there were multiple mansions with each had a different theme. So maybe each floor, as, as silly as it sounds, it could be like this is the water floor. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. But at the same time, if spooky. you were imagine if it was like. Yeah, I I just think they should go. This was a Mario like law. This was a Mario um, hotel. It has now been overrun by ghosts, but it once was, and so now there 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 is an old water level that still has the water. There's a fire level. There's the Why haven't level. they done? They should do Luigi's Mansion three, or you know, if they go to four. In Peach's Castle. That'd be amazing. You are a genius. That's very... Nintendo, I, uh, you can hire me at any time. Just give me, a, just send <laughs> us a message. I'll let you know. That is true. He does... Well, it's it's probably pros and cons. Like, it's cool that he has his own little piece of the world. Like, yeah. his mansion, the... Um, I can't remember what the area where all the mansions were called. Um, but it is, like, his own little little chunk of the Mushroom Kingdom or wherever it ends up having to be because Igad, I guess, is also connected to Al Delfino. Yeah. yeah, true. See, I reckon this should be the mansion from Al Delfino. That would be cool. Uh, not mansion, hotel, because there yeah. is a haunted hotel in Al Delfino. True. So uh, I'm excited. I'll probably, I'll probably get it. It yeah. should be good. It's, if we, it's Nintendo first party... Like, they're, f- they're fun games. I just want Waluigi somewhere, that's all. Yeah. He should be the bad guy. <laughs> no. I-, I reckon he should be the good guy. Like, he should be should be Luigi and Waluigi, because it's known in, like, the lore that Waluigi doesn't want anything to do with, like, the hard stuff. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. He just comes sure. for the games. He just comes for the games. For the pa- yeah, the party I game. Fe- I have a feeling he's, like, the adopted child. Like, when Nintendo look at their roster of characters, they see Waluigi there, and he was made by a third-party dev. And so, like, they're happy for him to be around because, you know, they're together now, the third-party dev and Nintendo. You know, so they're happy for the adopted child to be around, and they do they do love them, but just not enough. Just not enough. Okay, let's talk... we got to... Yeah, we gotta go a bit quicker through this. There's a lot of news, so we're just gonna blitz right through it. PlayStation Classic. Whoa, whoa, what a copycat for Nintendo. I'm still gonna buy it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone even pointed out like it's it's even the same title because it was the NES Classic, the SNES Classic, and now the PlayStation Classic. Wow. What if it's the same hardware company? Like, oh, that they're if, like handing it out to maybe. Yeah, what if there's a third party like. Classic company, and they're going the hey, classic Nintendo. hardware company. Hey, Sony, the classic hardware company. Wow, this is some classic hardware. <laughs> <laughs> um, I won't get it until yeah. I know more games. Yeah, even then, I probably won't get it. I don't have any real nostalgia for Sony, uh, and most of these games you can play in other formats anyway. I know you can yes, say very with, true with um with the Nintendo stuff, but. I'm also a Nintendo fanboy, so fight me. Well, I feel like the NES 
and SNES Classic are good, but when you would go into the Nintendo 64 Classic, you would have either just the first-party games, but then all the other games would be on the PlayStation as well. Yeah. Um, Because that's that era. So NES and SNES are before PlayStation. So it kind of works out mathematically. I feel like they can't do a PS2 Classic. Why? Is it still too close? It's quite close, and PlayStation 2 Classics are available on PlayStation 4. PS4. Yeah, and then already... all... it's locked behind PS Now, which is only in America anyway. I've looked it up recently. No, you can buy that's... some. You can that's buy some. PS1. That's PS1. No, yeah, that's PS2 as well. Now. Oh, okay. I, but you I, can I, play I like, all the Grand Theft Auto games on PS4. and Yeah. You can get them in a good bundle. Oh, yeah. Too. The big, big popular ones. But so, like some of the Sly Cooper stuff, I think I wanted to look at. No, Yeah. It's like you either have to go back to a PS3 or you have to get PS Now on PS4. Yeah. Uh, same with some God of War stuff. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Because I, I want to. I want to. This gives me hope that there'll be a 64, a mini 64, and that's the one I'm really holding out for. And just some last little bits of news to wrap up before we move on to the game. YouTube gaming closes. Do you guys care? No. Good. What's YouTube gaming? Exactly. <laughs> um, well, it started like. I remember when YouTube gaming launched, that's when YouTube was really pushing for live streaming. Yeah. They kind of went hand in hand, but no one. Was really live streaming on YouTube. Nobody Twitch live streams on YouTube. Twitch is the way. Uh, and speaking of streaming, Netflix partners with the Last Airbender cre- creators for a live action reinterpretation. Oh boy! I've only just started watching it now because of this. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Um, I love. Avatar The Last Airbender. I love The Legend of Korra. I really wish that they didn't do this. <laughs> well, really? Even though it's the original? Because that's the thing for most people. It's like, yes, if this was just Netflix wants to do a live action, it'd be like, no, please. You already tried it once and it failed. Now it's like but, the original creators? Oh. Yeah. But that's like already owning all three Crash Bandicoot games on a digital cloud service that you could play on your PlayStation 4 and then getting... Crash remastered. It's like, but I've got the original. Like, no, no, what? I think yeah, it all comes down to how they're going to do it because their fan base aged, um, and you can see that through like Cora. So if they revisit Last Airbender in a more serious tone, in like a darker sort of tone, it might it'd probably be worthwhile. But if it comes as the same sort of PG thirteen kind of for everyone show then yeah then then there's no point because the animated series is like good like it's well written there's great voice acting and so unless they take it in a sort of newer more serious direction i think would be the only way to make it worthwhile if you were like oh it's actually a bit different because we have like these extra scenes where this happens and this happens slightly different but apparently the creators always wanted a live action version even Mm. before the animated version that's what i heard so they've taken the opportunity because they want to realize how they always saw it 
but it's just a new generation. Everything ever is getting rebooted at the moment because we're obsessed with you know, like why is Disney? It's 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 Disney, isn't it? Why is Disney redoing things like The Lion King and The Jungle Book? It's like they were animated. Animations don't age. I can tell you why. Right, I'm calling it now. In three years, Kingdom Hearts movie, and then all of the live action <laughs> Disney movies tie in. They just use scenes yeah. from that. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> it's all about Kingdom Hearts. It all comes back to Kingdom Hearts. It, it all comes back to Kingdom Hearts. And finally, news from, yes, uh, well, I don't want to date this, from very recently. <laughs> a new Pokemon was accidentally released. Yeah, I saw this. Po- it wasn't like, it in, looked like a nut. Like a, 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 yep. With like it's a, a little nut eye. with a black kind of thing in the middle, which we assume is the eye, on top of a grey ditto with a little piece of wire for a tail, uh, the fan, the like community has been calling it Nutto or Boltergeist. Oh, um, so like but- a nut as in like a piece of hardware nut. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, kind of bits of data lend towards the fact that it is a glitched out Kecleon, or possibly it is the evolved form of Ditto, Animon, um, which is its name in the oh, older uh, gold and silver, um, what do you call it, beta that was leaked out not uh, not too long ago. So maybe this could be, yeah, Pokemon, what, 808? Or maybe it's just a glitch. Because this was found in Pokemon Go, am I right? Yeah. Well, there was a community day with Chikorita, but then suddenly, bang, the every Pokemon was just this Pokemon. What if it's just um marketing ploy? <laughs> or like what if uh the creators are like, oh that's our like that's our T frame, that's our blank. Yeah, that's what I'm kinda thinking. It could be the blank f- and then they were trying to implement Kecleon for some reason. Is he meant to be Possibly. coming in? Is that why Yeah, he Kecleon? isn't he isn't in yet, but neither is Smurgle, so the game, uh, the Pokemon with fancy like abilities and skills and stuff uh, haven't been put in yet because Niantic isn't good at coding their games. <laughs> As we can uh, see through Boltergeist. Yeah. Boltergeist. Uh, yeah. And that's all that there really is because it's just shrouded in mystery. There's been no... I don't think there's been any official stuff. I think someone tweeted something that was like, eh, yeah, that's... We don't believe you. Don't believe you at all. Well, as an I official think... person said, we don't believe this happened. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no like they, no, they, they just don't like recognize it, kind of thing. They're like, eh. oh, it's, it's a, a pretty average design. If it is a new Pokemon, like you would, yeah, I would hope the only thing it could be is like, uh, Ditto when like given an upgrade, like a Porygon or something. Yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of what people are thinking about. All right, there we go. That's plenty of news. It's oh, that's plenty of news. Two weeks, too much news. (laughs) Too much news, not enough game. Well, let's let's move on quickly. Uh, I'm going to quickly tell you because normally we tell you what the next game is, but normally you know what the few other next games are. And if you follow us on Facebook or YouTube, you do already know that. But if you just follow us on the podcast, well, I'll let you know. So the next game that we're going to play is Fortnite. Oof. 
Ooh, yeah. What's it gonna be? Is it gonna be good? Is it gonna be? Oh my god! Oh. I went to e- I went to EB Games yesterday, and there was a kid buying V Bucks just with the spare change. What a world we live in! <laughs> no child, uh, you're making a bad choice. <laughs> but we've got the next few planned. After that, we've got Hearthstone, then Dark Souls, then Spider Man, then Fallout seventy six, and Pokemon Let's Go, and then Super Smash Bros Ultimate, and hypothetically that would be coming out at the end of the year so we've got from now to the end of the year worked out we have sorted out then the rest of the year we're gonna go hard doing awesome episodes for you guys yeah the games that are coming out the games you want to hear about and we've got something new for you we've got something we're gonna kind of try out and for now we're just gonna call them echo episodes because we're not gonna we're not creative (laughs) And they're going to be kind of mini episodes in the off weeks because we, you know, we're once a fortnight, but this will be in those off weeks. We'll do mini episodes. Yep. And the hypothetical Echo episodes we've got coming up are Hollow Knight, Super Mario Party, God of War, Call of Cthulhu, and then Spyro Reignited. Yep. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm keen. I'm keen to see how those turn out. We haven't even done any yet, but I'm sure they'll be great, just like this stuff right here that you're listening to. (laughs) <laughs> it's great where are you listening to it that's the question yeah that is the question you could be listening from google podcast itunes stitcher spotify they're our main four or you could be even on like pocket casts or Castbox. and if you are one of those like thank you thank you so much please review us highly uh if you review a five star uh, i'll do a little dance for you uh, <laughs> on stream subscribe we'll do a little dance on stream which is uh Grind time underscore TV every Tuesday to Thursday, 7 p.m. Australian Western Standard Time. So expect dances now. Yeah, expect them. Although I do need the, you know, receipt for your five-star review. <laughs> you can't just say, I gave you one. Dance for me. Dance, boy. Dance, monkey. But yeah, so that's a lot of games that we got coming up. I'm excited. But before Pumped. we do that, let's delve back into the past. Back you mean into the game that we're the game for the podcast we right just now. played for the podcast, Earthworm Jim. So, Earthworm Jim is a two D side scrolling platform with elements of run and gun. <laughs> no, it hold is... on, wait. Isn't it stand and gun? There is no running and gun. There's not even you, jumping and gun. Yeah, you, you can't jump and gun. That's multitasking. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> with elements of a run and whip game as well. <laughs> Yeah, so you control this earthworm called Jim, and he's in a suit, and you got to go through obstacles and whip, and you shoot, and you cry, you grab, and you cry, and you cry, uh, and you cry, and you cry <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Hang on, let's let's see how bad this torment is. Uh, so, Adrian, you normally finish these games. Uh, did you finish this game? No, but not out of That's, a lack of desire. Shh, sh- pretend. Okay, Just I I, di- I didn't beat this game because it, it was too hard for me. It hurts. No, it wasn't too hard. It just hurts too much. The emotional time. We know you could do it. But. Oh yeah, as <laughs> you were gonna put as my title at the start, I'm the platforming master. Yeah, I. It took me like th- three hours <laughs> to get through the first level, and then you did it in like five minutes. Yeah, like first try. I don't think I died at all. Not gonna brag. I'm just gonna dust this off my shoulder, but uh, you know I'm pretty good. You're a monster. <laughs> I've been I've, on a side note. I've been having a, a bit of like a, 
like a shit talking contest at work with one of the guys because he plays Smash Bros. But we he only started recently, so we haven't like had the chance to play any Smash Brothers together. And we've just been both just shit talking like, man, I'm gonna destroy you. Oh, if I if I win if I win a game, I have to uh, take your work for the day. If you oh, yeah, like that kind of stuff, and I feel like that's flown into my everyday life because now I'm just like, yeah, I'm the best platform. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> Fight me. You just you just walk into your coals and you're like, oh yeah, what are you gonna do about it, mate? Fight me. I will use plastic bags if I want, mate. <laughs> I bring mine. What are you gonna do? Uh, but yeah, this is a very good. This is a, Okay, let's, if we're going to talk about this as a platformer, let's talk about it as a platformer. It, when, this is a plat, when this is a good platformer, this is so good. I love a platformer that flows real smooth and nicely. And when this gets a good flow going, like the actual platforming, not the shooting or combat, I feel like it's really fun and really good when it rolls. Mm, I feel like it, it can, the controls are nice and solid. You can... You jump and you know exactly where you're gonna land. You uh, you feel totally in control of Jim when you're when you're doing those platforming. You know what you can't play this on. And this is <laughs> my this is my on? problem. Okay. okay, because hey, this is the podcast for the busy gamer. We're we're, we're busy guys. You know, you pick up uh, an emulator game. How do you want to play that emulator game? You want to play it on your phone. You want to win. You want to get that bad boy in your hands, and you want to maximize your time while doing other things. Uh, this game is impossible. It is unplayable on a phone emulator. Well, I thought uh, this was a rubbish game. I thought this game was the worst game we had played. And <laughs> then moving across Ooh. to a better platform, I was like, oh, okay, it was just the phone emulator. Cannot play this. It is because of the how, like how good the controls are, the phone can't do that. It is the worst thing I had ever played, ever. On a, it was on impossible. A like, is I don't know how much we can... Emulator? Yeah, I don't know if we can comment on that, because it's like, that's not really what it's designed for. Well, like, I've yeah. played other well, we have games iPhone, like Metroid on a phone, and Metroid, that works, and that's pretty tight, that's pretty clutch at times, but for some reason, Earthworm Jim, and, like, even moving over to a different platform, it's still like quite like uh, I don't think it's a controls problem. I think it's a I think it's a design mixed with the controls. It can be janky and unforgiving, and it makes it impossible on a phone. So do not play on a phone. Play on. I I, uh, I don't know. I so. The other two versions we've played, I played on the ge- on a Genesis emulator, and Matt played on a SNES emulator. I'm sorry, I'm um, sorry, Nintendo. Please don't hit me. On a side note, I found a beautiful Mac emulator now that I'm going to use for everything. Pre like before the 64, it's really fun. It's really good. Like you can assign all the buttons. I was like lo- using save states on my L1 R1. It was great. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, but. There are some actual big differences between the Genesis and the um, SNES version. For example, one of Matt's favorite levels, um, for Pete's sake, oh, my favorite level. It's like oh it's like a beautiful black like space background on the SNES that he was playing. But for those who tuned into stream, could see it was like a it's like an orange wasteland looking thing on the Genesis version. 
Yeah, so this is back when there were those huge differences. Mm. So I played it on SNES. I was going to say, I recommend, if you're going to play this on an emulator, to not use a controller, because I played this the first time. Now, I don't know if it was supposed to be on one, or if they just chucked an emulator into an arcade machine back a long time ago. Um, and so I was used to play this like on an arcade machine. So playing it on my keyboard was like playing it on the arcade machine all over again. And so that was good. And I recommend that. And I recommend See. SNES because apparently it's prettier. Apparently. Yeah, it looked pretty good. Um, I think it the sound is nice better on the Genesis. Genesis. I mean, it, it's a, this is the thing. It's a beautiful game in any capacity. Like, you know why it's beautiful? It's beautiful because the design is beautiful. It's like, I, I don't even know what to call like the style, but it's got wacky. a very like classic, wacky 90s uh, art style that's reminiscent of like all the kind of a bit more like adulty cartoons, I feel like, because it, it was a cartoon, Earthworm Jim. Um, and so it just reminds me a lot of kind of those kind of more adulty Nick cartoons that around that time not that well, i watched it first he was a part of that kind of thing wasn't it yeah so he was a part of that and that's where he gets that beautiful art style from uh so everything looks so like i, I don't even know how to phrase it it just looks so quirky but decisive kind of thing if that makes sense like every bit of art was made purposefully odd i didn't know that it, the, the game was before the show yeah i thought the show was before the game no the no, game i, I did know the game was before so they've been like you know they've been doing this uh like art style the whole time so that's that, that's that makes it yeah that makes it even better i thought that was like oh it's beautiful but like they've got some great source material but no other way around the artists for this game are the source material yeah, it's a wacky game. I think I remember watching a video a while ago about inf- like uh did you know about this? And it was like the developers were just like they were, I think they wanted to do it in a different format first, but the game was what they had at the time. But it's a like it's a I, I love the design and the aesthetic of the world. Uh and it's just like the crazy like what the hell? What is that? Why is that there? Ahem, it's not what the hell, it's what the heck. What the... Ah, oh, yes. Uh, what the uh, heck? No, that's a level. Yeah, that is a level. Oof. What was with that level with the with the gems? Yeah, you had to like the, run on them. Run yeah, on them in the opposite direction. Them. This yeah. has a very classic problem of... like I'm sure the manual told, tells you a lot of things. Yeah, possibly the manual told you. But this, this game just basically wants you to... Like, initially, just die a lot as you are trying... Well, like, take damage, at least, while you're trying to figure things out. It really bleeds game facts to me. Like, where you go up and you just download this, uh, like, text notepad document and read through it. So classic. (laughs) And so old. (laughs) Sega also had a habit of just... Like, start game, and you are in-game. Yeah. Like, there's no story. Like, it's not even, like, a st- intro, like, image with text. Like, games of this era. It's, like, 
there's no story. What am I? It's like I'm in. He says groovy, and then you're in. <laughs> groovy. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. It's like they just randomly made things, and I think that was kind of the idea that which when is, they were making cool. this first one, yeah, it's cool. And they're just like, oh yeah, we'll just randomly make this game. And then I feel like they made the TV series, and then the people writing the TV show, were like, how the fuck do we put this all together? How do we make this a coherent story? <laughs> like, but speaking of groovy, I just wanted to say that is not right because Earthworm Jim does not sound like groovy. That's not Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim is Homer. Homer Simpson. He's Homer yeah. J. Simpson. Yeah, yeah like, in the what, show. What's going on here? Yeah, in the show, but that's what he should sound like in all of everything. But he doesn't. It's just not right. It's it ain't right. I tell you. Different actor here. But yeah, it usually is. Is it Dan? Is it Dan? Cast- Dan Castellano. Yeah, there you go. Castanetas. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the voice I remember. Um, but the voice here is still good, too. I don't know if it's changed again in the SNES version, but that low bit, like, low quality. Groovy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Did you get the beautiful, beautiful music then? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm wondering because um, in the level, what the heck? Oh, the music, so uh, good. I was gonna say what the level in what the heck is weird because there's like one dark, like evil track, and then there's one like like bouncy, a little fun track with screaming in it. And I'm like, this is weird, but I know that I I know they did this on purpose, where it's like, um, they have one track that matches the the schematics of like the hell that it is, the hellscape it is. But then there was like this. Like cool, like laid back beat with just people screaming, and I couldn't figure it out. I was like, "Where's this screaming come from?" Am I it's like, "I'm not taking damage. I'm just standing here." <laughs> but yeah, there's, the just music in this game is very screams. good. I listened to a lot of it because I just put on a repeat for stream one of the days because I couldn't get sound working. Uh, and there's a lot mm. of cool. There's a lot of cool tracks. Yeah. I don't know if um, you'll know the name of. Uh, this song, but I can assure you that if you heard this song, you would recognize it because in what the heck, at least in SNES, um, and I'm saying this more for the audience, if you haven't played Earthworm Jim, it plays Masolsky's Night on Bold Mountain, but in 16-bit, and it's beautiful. It plays what, sorry? It's Musagurki's no Musagorski's <laughs> Night on Bald Mountain. Never heard it, unless I've heard I, it in the game. You've heard. I can guarantee you've heard that in real life. You just don't know the name of it. Probably. It's a classic. classic. It's a classical song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying, this music is so good. You know what's not so good though with this game mm. is the. The lives and the saving of this game. I raise your hand Ooh. in an audio format if you had to use <laughs> if you had to save scum. Oh yeah, a lot, so much. Yeah. <laughs> it, did did I jump over this ledge successfully? S- save state. Yes. <laughs> Basically, by the towards the end, uh, that's it's what it was. Especially with for Pete's sake, it'd be like, all right, here's a little run of like making him jump and stuff, and and then I'd get through it and be like, okay, save state. But then I'd be down to like 3% health. And I'm like, well, if I take one hit, I'm dying. So... <laughs> just won't want, I just won't get hit. <laughs> just gotta, yeah, gotta make it it was like, um, so for Pete's sake, 
oh, what a level because you're with Pete, Peter, the purple dog, purple puppy. If you've seen the show, you definitely know who that is because he's like Earthworm Jim's best friend. Uh, not in this he, level. Not in this level. <laughs> he turns into a hulking rage machine if you let him fall into a pit, get eaten by tentacles or anything, and then he takes it out on you. Yeah. And he brings you back. He takes you back and takes damage and... You're hurting and you're crying and you're using save states and you're save scumming and you're using the mix of save scumming cheat codes <laughs> and just everything and a walkthrough. You've got everything because this game, oh, it's fun, but oh, man. Yeah. And this is like, I feel like it's time. I want I was sitting here the whole time and it just made me. It just confirmed for me something I've been thinking about a lot of old games recently. I watch a lot of Cinemassacre, so I see a lot of um, those guys playing uh, like old games and like justifying like, yeah, it's hard because that's how it was back then and, and it's cool to be hard. And me personally, I'm like, yeah, but it's just bad game design. Like my thought on this is like, this is, it's like, what is it? Three lives. You can get an extra couple of lives. But you get three lives and then like one continue. I think I started the game. I was like, I'll play it normally and see how I go. I made it to what the heck. And then I um, then I wiped, like continued. And it, and it doesn't put you back at the start of the level. It takes you back to the start of the game. Mm-hmm. This to me is bad game design. But I'm not saying that the, the designers are bad. I think this is a, it's a, it's a, it's an effect of the time possibly a layover from like arcade machines and stuff where yeah it's all about just popping in coins so you only had three lives and when games transitioned to the home market they kept that in i'm so glad like platformers similar to this nowadays don't have it like super meat boy um it's like instant like they took modern and smart like they rethought it from the ground up rather than just going well that's what i did in the arcade so we'll just do that for the home market it's like no, no. What does it take to make this a good game? How, it's how also people can play a, this? Um, it's a game longevity thing in the past because uh, the price of games hasn't changed. Like, so this came out in like nineteen ninety four or five. It yeah. would have cost you, you know, sixty plus dollars. But the game itself can actually be beaten in an hour. That's not worth that amount of money. Yeah. So to make that's a game exactly harder, what I was thinking. Makes you play it more and for longer. Yeah, I was actually about to say if this was kind of like the same difficulty as Mario, which isn't. I'm not saying that's easy. I'm just saying that's not as difficult. Um, but you had the exact same levels, and you could somehow play the levels as Mario. Uh, then you'd be through this game in an hour. Like it, if you play this flawlessly. You'd be done. Like, yeah. there's a video I, on YouTube. A guy finishes it in like one hour. Yeah, I mean that the speed run is probably me. tiny. I'm looking it up now. But here's my I need to know. Yeah, same. Here's my thought on this though. Right, half an hour. <laughs> re-release wow. like re-release this game, but like same graphics, same audio, even the same animations and everything. Well, you don't want Earthworm Jim HD, which came out in 2010. No, get rid of the lives mechanic. Just make this uh, like a game where lives don't matter, and it's just about getting to the game. Maybe have the option no. to go back, but give like I, give it an option for like. 
I don't even mind going back to the continue sections, but when you have like six lives essentially, or however many continues and stuff, it's just it's just brutal. Like I don't mind starting from a continue spot and keep going. Yeah. Like, but I was just using save save states because so it was so brutal. Like that's the only way I can put it. I think that the best way that they could do this is they could have a classic mode and then you could go into options or even press of a button because, you know, you could use the um, shoulder buttons. Uh, and then basically it changes it from lives counting down to deaths counting up. Yeah, that's fine. And then that way, you know, you could have it as a... Um, you could have a, you could make it have achievements in such a sense because there is, uh, I think it's on uh, Xbox 360 and it has achievements somewhere um, in some form. But then you could, you know, have achievements that are like, oh, you know, get to the end with only 500 deaths, get to the end with only 100 deaths, get to the end with 50 deaths. Yeah. Like, That'd that, be good. There's good potential there. A good mechanic actually would be, I think it's in the Angry Video Game Nerd game, where there are like three different options to play the game through, which is like like a classic NES game where you only have three lives and one or three continues or whatever. Uh, and then they have like a mid-tier one where it's like you have unlimited lives, but every time you die, you restart a level. And then it goes, and then the hard, like the easiest one is you restart a checkpoints every time, like throughout the level no lives or anything something like that in this game because like this game is so beautiful and and fun but locked behind this brutal old archaic design in how the game actually plays out so it needs it needs a break from that you know how would you feel about a brand new earthworm gym game like brand new 2d still but absolutely new. but i want to play this game this game's good, but I feel like a new like new one could could do well. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I, don't, I don't deny that, but I want like I want to play this one because <laughs> <laughs> this this already is awesome. Like what I've played so far, I love, and I want to um I want to like I want to finish it, but I don't really care that much because it's brutal like i don't feel like i'm beating it pro- like i feel i'm just making it through the game because i'm safe scumming <laughs> i'm not beating the game you know yeah there, there definitely is that but at the same time i've i finished the game so i feel kind i do feel accomplished because it was still hard like even though you're safe scumming you still need to do the things to get past it would, um would you want to play earthworm gym 2 which is apparently the the better game I mean, I'm curious, but this doesn't make me, like, again, I don't feel like I've beaten this, so I don't really want to move on to two. Maybe that's why, like, because in between the main levels, there are, like, sort of mini games and, like, boss battles. Do you think that they'll put in there because, because at times you're just trying to get through the standard platforming levels? They're like, here's some, like, wacky fun to mix it up. Because you've just gone yeah. through this onslaught and you made it and you might have not had a lot of time to just, like, enjoy it. So here's, like, here's a little minigame. Yeah, it was really good in that aspect. I almost feel like 
Like, there even really is. So there's 10 levels, maybe 12 if you've got, like, a special edition. Um, but I feel like every level is so different, not even just in, like, theme, but, like, there was the tube race, which is hell, but still an interesting idea where you're in a tube underwater and you got to get to the place without running out of oxygen or oh, breaking the glass. I hate that. Yeah, that so wasn't much. fantastic. Um, but then there's Snot a Problem, I'm pretty sure is the one I'm thinking the of. The giant bungee jump one? Yeah, where you're bungee jumping, and it's literally the whole thing is a boss battle where you um, you both have a rope, and you got to attack Major Mucus and bash him into the canyon wall, but he will try to do the same to you. Uh, he's got a few more tricks up his sleeve than you do, so you got to have your wits about. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that, again, that was fun too, but I had to, we had to do it three times. Yeah, that is which true. Which is like, oh, I already figured this out. I did it once. <laughs> I, I, when I did the second one, I was like, okay, that's two out of three. Oh uh, like, yeah. I, yeah. I was thinking, okay, two out of three. We're fine. Nah, you got to do it at that. You got to beat all yeah. three. You got to be three for three. Perfect game. And for Pete's sake, had the, like, you know, you were taking care of Peter, Level five, which is technically level six of the game, <laughs> had that one was just kind of more classic, I guess. But you know, and then there's Buttville. I'm not going through all of the like different levels. I'm just saying the ones that were kind of more special at the end because Buttville was just spikes everywhere. You just had to jump down like and avoid all the spikes and, and like. And then what well, you're at the end, like final boss. Yeah, and then Final Boss. How, what is, was that like? You beat the game. What was it like? Um, The Final Boss was surprisingly easy. You just need to have the knowledge that before you face off the Final Boss, you need um, more than 3,000 bullets or you can't beat her. Because wow, she can't okay. attack you while you're shooting her. So if you just hold so you- 3,000 bullets... Yeah, just, just make sure you've got like 3,500 bullets. I did it in the end with 3,000... I was doing it with 3,000 bullets and I couldn't beat her. Um, and then I got... I backtracked in the level and got um, some power-ups. So I had seven big bullets and then 3,000 regular bullets. Plasma gun bullets, I think they are. Sure, why not? I'll believe you. The thing that... Speaking of like bullets and pickups, the thing that I like realized, I'm like, this is, this is trash. Was like you get hit by an enemy, it's like 15, 10, 15, 20 percent of your health. Yeah, each not little even. bauble only gives you like three percent health back. Freaking bullshit! But it's not even that. I swear, there is. Yeah, it's the last, the very last level. Each thing hits you for forty percent. I've only got three percent anyway. Leave me alone. Would this game have been better with like a, um, like a, a one hit, two hit mechanic rather than a percent based health? Yeah, I think possibly. Like, I can see that they were trying to go for something different, but I just don't feel like it did. I don't think it worked. I feel like you can... uh, I feel, though, you can take too much damage from, like, from things you don't expect. And so I didn't didn't mind the the health mechanic overall because I think at times it could punish you just through its own design, and then you and then you're getting into like super meat boy 
of like, okay, I got to remember that that is there this time. Yeah. Whereas with the health mechanic, you do have a like a bit of forgiveness. I found I found the ammo mechanic the stranger sort of thing. His, his standard blaster should just exist. Well, when you get to zero, it does kind of come back yeah. to a hundred or so. I Especially know how for much. Um, the level where you like the things are flying at you from the eight directions, and you got like, oh, that's the worst. You got to like predict. Sometimes predict, and sometimes they'll just throw like one. Like they'll finish the line. This that one from another line will start coming in, but they'll just throw one more at you from the yeah. previous line. You're like, I can't. That shoot, was can't the worst. I think those were the worst things. Was that so? There's a level where yeah, it just shoots random things at you at all directions. There is a pattern if you know it. If you're gonna speed run the game, there is a pattern. But otherwise, fucked if I know. <laughs> uh, but as well, there was uh, evil the cat, and he jumps at you from like a random spot in the darkness, and you just have no idea. Yeah, and he's got to shoot up and like and random. Like I just kind of shot every direction. At a time, like just kind of like spammed it in every direction. <laughs> but the question we ask in every game, in every podcast, is: Is this the game for the busy gamer? That's a tough one for this one. I'm gonna go okay. with it. No, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. But if you save scum, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> safe scumming makes it better. Safe scumming makes the whole world better. I would say, okay, I've never been, I've never had my opinion being turned around so much during an episode. Like I took, like I legitimately thought that this was the worst game we had ever played at first, but it's actually like a really cool sort of wonderful varied game. So imagine how bad the controls were for that kind of like feeling. Oh, I can't it, believe you thought this game was worse than The Grinch. <laughs> but at least The Grinch was playable. I thought this was uh, unplayable. And then I had to go away and go like, okay, like, no, let me try this like properly. Okay, it does work. It is a bit brutal. But like, like you said, it took you three hours to get through the first level. That's the way that it is. But then from there, you go like, okay, I understand this game now. And it is, it is actually, like, it's a wonderful, cool game. And I am sad that I wasted so much time trying to play an inferior way. I'm sad this game was made in 1994 and not 2014. Like, now, like, if this was an indie game with, like, modern, thought-out game design. Well, if they could give me the HD version again, but it's only on 360, PS3, and some phones that no longer exist, I think. Um, I had a quick look at it. That version looks like I'm like, oh yeah, that would like that would work. It would. That, it looks a bit. It looks a bit like even a little bit tighter. Guys, well, I just realized something. Right, so who beat the game? Right, saves coming or not? Out of you. us three, who beat the game? You Me. All right, you did, big boy. Uh, I'm, I'm not trying to rub that in. I'm just trying. I'm just like showing a fact. Right, out of us three. Who wasn't alive when it was released? Me. I was not alive when this game released, but Michael was alive and Adrian was alive. What, did it come out in like June or it July? It came out August August 2nd, 1994. Oh. 
Wow. So I was I was eleven days away from popping out of this into this beautiful, well, beautiful see, that's world the thing. full of earthworm gym. Your whole existence, you've only known earthworm. I've gym. only known earthworm gym. You guys knew better things. Than <laughs> <laughs> uh, we knew the world before that, and a world before earthworm gym. It sounds like it's like coming out of like some weird TED talk. A world without Earthworm Jim. I don't know. But this has been no time to grind. Is there, are there any other final notes you guys want to say? Um, I, w- I really want to play it like this more, but I don't want to put up with the lives and the. Well, you're nearly done, to be honest. I so know, you just but finish it. I probably won't. <laughs> I want do I, what I did. I want to get pissed on stream. Yeah, and I would do say. it in half an hour. Play it for a little while just to to see like how cool it was that in 1994 people made this wacky, wonderfully designed, Zany, crazy board. platformer that even has more than just a standard platformer. It's so varied. Mm. Yeah, like the little set pieces. There's a lot of cool little set pieces. And please just look up Earthworm Jim OST. What the heck? It's good stuff. I reckon. I like it. Uh, so yeah. And Next game, it. let's. Where are we dropping? Ah, uh, yeah. Salty Sands. I don't know what it is. Loot yeah, Lake. Oh, Loot Lake is one. That is correct. Yeah, I saw I've that one today. Played Fortnite twice. I've played two rounds of Fortnite so far in my life. Uh, right, so remember, don't go on PS4 because they lock the accounts. But. Mm-hmm. All of us can play for free on Switch. You don't need Nintendo Switch Online to play. Is that true? That is true. Because it's free to play. It's not very free to play, is it? If you need the online. But I've played two rounds. And my second round, I came second. And I was like, ah, this is why people like it. <laughs> this is exhilarating. It's, it's. I feel like it's almost like the. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. We've got, yeah, we'll, we'll talk got about Fortnite it. to play Fortnite. We'll, <laughs> but, oh, that's good. Fortnite to play Fortnite. That's good. I like it. Uh, you know what? Any anyone hit us up. I will play with anyone. I will play with anyone if you want to play Fortnite with me. Are we going to play pro? Switch? Are we going to? How are we going to play? Anyway. So we can play on Switch on phone. Uh, so speaking of emulating games on your phone, you can play on your Switch on your phone. Uh, you can play on PlayStation, but I don't recommend it because Sony's doing this thing where they lock you out of all your other uh, accounts. So if you play on PlayStation, you can't then play back on Switch because basically Sony wants all your money. Oh. Um, I'm going to go into EB Games and get buy V-Bucks just to see what it's like, just to see what that that is. <laughs> but if I want to play with you guys, where are you going to play? Switch? Well, because it's cross-platform. Oh, so you can oh, play it on... Okay. So I can play on my iPhone and you can play on your Switch. And, and then you can Adrian can play on like his we PC. Can squads? And we, yeah, we can squad. Happy days. Whoa. Yeah. The future is now. Let's all get our, let's all get our partners into this as well. And then Everybody. we can just play. Everybody's playing Fortnite for a Fortnite. And then hopefully, if all goes well, next week we will be releasing a mini episode on Hollow Knight. I can't to hear that from you guys. I think that'll just be you two. Yes. Cool. You can join us. Yeah, you can listen. Well, I don't want to because I kind of want to play it, but also I don't kind of don't care. You don't want spoilies. So I don't want any spoilies, but I don't know if it's a, if it's the kind of game you can spoily. But maybe possibly we'll, we'll figure that out in. Let's figure that out in a week. Hollow Knight mini episode. And then 
We're playing Fortnite for a fortnight for the next episode of No Time to Grind, podcast with a busy gamer. Gamier? Gamier. <laughs> sure. Gamier. Gamier? Gamier? It's Gamer! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Is that the mad. second time we've made a charter reference in in TTG? <laughs> Probably. I think, yeah, we did the hit and run. We did it on hit and run. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes sense in hit and run, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, doesn't make sense Oh, well, here. Dan Castellana, it makes sense. He's, he's, he's in The Simpsons. There you go. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Adrian. <laughs> I've been Michael. I've been Matt again. We'll see you next time. Next time. <laughs> Hands. <laughs>